Welcome back to another podcast. So, I would say about a year ago, I started watching Better Call Saul Season 1, and I finished it during quarantine, started Season 2, and now I finally finished it. Um, Better Call Saul has been an interesting show for me. Uh, Breaking Bad is just so fantastic, and just so perfect, and one of the best shows of all time, definitely. But Better Call Saul takes a little bit to get started, but once um, we get to, like, towards the end of season two, I say, um, then it got so good. And now I'm binging it, like, like crazy. I love it. It reminds me so much of Breaking Bad now, and season one was so much more disappointing for me because it was missing something like that. But Better Call Saul is keeping me on the edge of my seat, giving me iconic moments now, and I, I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, <clears throat> I'll start at the beginning. Um, Bob Odenkirk's performance is incredible, and I really hope he wins an Emmy or a SAG Award for the final two seasons, or one of the final two seasons. Um, Jimmy turns down his dream job to be a con artist. Oh wait, I also wanted to say that I'm sorry I'm not going to be going over season one just because it was like a year ago and like I just finished season two and there's so many things I gotta watch. But maybe I'll go back when uh, I rewatch Breaking Bad. And then maybe I'll rewatch Better Call Saul now. And then review it. I don't know. But I might not get to it. So, sorry. <laughs> and Jimmy gets a job at Davis and Maine. He ends up taking the dream job instead of being a con artist because uh, Kim convinced him to uh, keep the law uh, career going. Mike gets a job being a bodyguard for a nerdy guy, and the nerdy guy, I forget his name, I'm sorry, but, uh, he is in What We Do in the Shadows, and he's hilarious, he plays, uh, Colin Robinson. <laughs> nerdy guy shows up one day in a fancy car, though, and Mike does not want to get into the car with him, because it's so, like, obvious, it's... It stands out. It's stupid. And Nacho uh, figures out this guy's address. Now the nerdy guy calls the cops and thinks someone stole his baseball cards. And this starts like a whole problem because this guy should not have called the cops and or gotten him involved. And Mike's freaking out. And Mike warns Nacho that Tuco will murder him if he finds out about the deals so like to let the nerdy guy go and give him his baseball cards back um and jimmy is now working on the sandpiper case all on his own well kind of with the backup of davis and maine but he has the sandpiper case yes jimmy makes a commercial for davis and maine and uh the company gets mad at him because they didn't uh authorize it before he aired it um nacho wants mike to kill tuco so that he's free but um 
the most that Mike can do, Mike doesn't want to kill Tuco because that would be a lot of trouble for him, so Mike gets Tuco arrested for having an illegal firearm. Um, because uh, Nacho had told Mike that uh, he had to claim that a gun was his and not say any questions, and instead he gave it to Tuco and solve both problems in one. <laughs> um, Jimmy's cup holder in his new car that he gets for from uh, Davis and Maine was a metaphor for how he just doesn't fit in at the company. Um, he tries to get fired after figuring out that he would lose his bonus if he quits. I love the shenanigans that Jimmy pulls. It's just so entertaining. Um, Kim Wexler gets... Mesa Verde uh, at HHM, but then she gets offers from elsewhere as well, like from other companies. Um, Hector Salamanca makes an appearance, and he apologizes for Tuco beating up Mike. He's fantastic. He's a great actor. Um, I always thought he was so good in Breaking Bad for like his facial expressions, because he had to act solely from that basically. Um, but with speaking lines, he's fantastic too. Hector wants Mike to claim that that gun was his, and uh, Mike refuses. One day, Mike gets threatened by the, uh, the twin uh, Mexicans from season three of Breaking Bad. Uh, they point at his granddaughter, and he feels very threatened by this. So, he gives in to Hector, but he asks for $50,000 instead of 5000 which was the original promise. Um, Jimmy wants to start a law firm with Kim, and Kim isn't sure if she can work with Jimmy, because Jimmy's kind of lawyering is like I don't know doesn't match well with hers um so she suggests that they should have two separate law firms but in the same office ah. um Mesa Verde comes along with Kim um but then Chuck comes out of hiding and gets in a meeting with Mesa Verde and gets them back. And one night, Chuck gets, well, actually, after he sees Mesa Verde, he gets worn out over it. And Jimmy learns about it, and he's mad. So he comes over while Chuck's, like, passed out on the couch. And he takes the Mesa Verde files, and he changes the address on all of them. So he committed forgery. So Chuck goes to court with uh, Messe Verde and um, he ends up looking like an idiot in court because um, he starts arguing with Messe Verde about what the correct address is for the company. And the judge has to adjourn the case. And Messe Verde is not happy about it because... Um, their case gets pushed back a few months. So Jimmy wins in this case. Um, 
Mike hijacks one of Hector's trucks because he wanted to get back at him. And he tries to kill him. But Nacho ends up standing directly in front of him. Somehow. The luck he has. And someone leaves a note on Mike's car that says, Don't. Um, and that's how his arc ends in the season. I love Mike's arc every season, but, um, that was a really cool, that was a really cool one with Hector Salamanca. Chuck refuses to believe he made a mistake, so he starts going crazy and investigates the photocopier that Jimmy went to. And, um... Jimmy has to buy off the photocopier and Chuck comes to talk to him and he hits his head on the side of a table there and hurts himself and Jimmy has no choice but to run in for help because he's standing by and watching this because he had just paid off the photocopier. Um, after Chuck goes to the hospital, Jimmy goes to Chuck's place when Chuck gets back from the hospital, his entire house is filled with, um, I don't know, his space blankets, his aluminum, his whatever. So Jimmy decides to confess to the forgery that he committed after finding out that Chuck was retiring. And that, and after seeing his house looking like that. And then the final thing in the season is we see Chuck was recording Jimmy's confession the whole time. I hate Chuck. I think season two was a heck of a lot better than season one, but um, I think everyone does a great job, and I'm very excited to see where this show goes next. I'm glad that there's some, like, more Breaking Bad type shows out there. Um, let me know what you guys thought of Better Call Saul Season 2. Um, and yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be nice to each other out there.